0: Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Project 21's uh, first podcast.
1: Coming to you from um, sunny Burbank, California, at Burbank Studios.
0: Um, I guess we should introduce ourselves to start it off. Uh, my name is Matt Conant. I am one of the founders of Project 21. And I'm Stephanie
1: Yuhas, I'm one of the co-founders of Project 21 as well. Um, my background is animation.
0: Uh, My background's live action filmmaking. Uh, I went to school in Philadelphia at Temple University, and uh, I guess several years out of school, Stephanie went to uh, UArts, and uh, yeah, a few years after graduating, we both formed this sort of idea together to uh, create uh, an organization to sort of help us and help our friends who were having trouble finding reasons to be creative outside of the confines of a classroom, and um, we just wanted to kind of find some inspiration, some motivation for people to keep that going.
1: Basically, and yeah, this is like 2006, Matt and <laughs> I met on MySpace, uh, <laughs> which is like so dating everything. Um, we realized that, uh, that, yeah, without the confines of school, of getting a grade or having a deadline um, or having a community of like creative people who are making projects alongside you, it's really, really hard um, and life gets in the way. So we came up with this concept called Project 21. Now, um, of course, you know, we were inspired um, by other organizations like the 48 Hour Film Project, like um, the Ottawa International Animation Festival Um, but we um, and you should definitely support those organizations but um, over the last oh my gosh over a decade that we've been running these programs um, we're uh, officially a 501c3 organization and we've evolved into something way beyond just hey you know get together with the people who you already know and make a short um this is a community for project 21 especially um, i'm not sure when you're listening to this but i'm going to speak to the 2019 competition and probably beyond yes as Um, of
0: the date of this recording (laughs) all this information is accurate (laughs)
1: yes um uh the rules are basically to um, make a short. Uh, seven minutes or less um, film animation, or for the very, very first time this year, um, we're doing, um, we're going to call it broadly um, immersive art. Um, uh, actually uh, the last competition we ran, a transmedia project one, and that's what gave us the idea that maybe we should start allowing um, VR projects like 360 video, transmedia, whatever you call it, um, not necessarily that thing that pops in your brain when you say, oh, a short, I know what that is.
0: Right. So um, film animation and uh, we'll call it immersive media, which includes uh, sort of 360 videos and um, VR and um, we'll actually be talking about all of that um, soon, probably in podcast number two.
1: But in the meantime, um, think of Project 21 sort of as uh, National Novel Writing Month, uh, um, where the real goal of this is not to compete with other teams. Like sure, of course, you know, some people are competitive. Of course, there are some awards. But the real reward is finishing that project. And um, the thing that's different about Project 21 is that um, we only have one secret element that you need to include in your films. And every single year we make it pretty vague. And we do that on purpose because we want it uh, you to make a project that is genre agnostic, uh, like we try to stay genre agnostic so that you're not forced to make a Western if that's not your thing. Um, we want these projects to make sense outside of the context of our organization. That's the the biggest thing. So for the first time this year, um, we're using Film Freeway as a platform because it's uh, to us... Um, because we're filmmakers ourselves, we've realized that um, making the project is half the battle. The other part is promoting it. So if we can get y'all to finish and then set up a a lovely profile for your project, um, we'd like you to um, have that to submit to other festivals, to other, you know. Yeah, other
0: organizations, other uh, partners. Um, We have some broadcasters who we've partnered with before. Generally, we call them screening partners because they could be any form of media at all. Um, And it is one of the things the sort of the main reasons that we founded the organization are to provide inspiration, to make a project, uh, motivation, knowing that you have a deadline on top of you and a reason to keep creating. And then um, promotion after the fact and knowing that it's going to be be seen by somebody because the worst thing is making a film and then having it, we used to say, lie on your shelf, but physical media is dead, right? So Right. Like, <laughs> like
1: uh, we don't want you to feel like you're throwing it off a cliff. I mean, I know, oh my gosh, Matt, what did you say, like the first film you ever uploaded to yeah, YouTube? Yeah. Right? My first
0: film um, right out of film school was, uh, and YouTube was like a brand new thing at the time. So I upload, I was really proud of it. I uploaded it to YouTube and it sat there with like eight views for probably... I don't know, a month or two months and finally I had an email notification that someone had commented on it and I was all excited and I went and checked it and it said, uh, tat sucked, T A T, and that was all I got. That was my entire feedback. Like, well, that's my that's my film career to date is right there, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> thanks that, for watching. Thanks, so.
1: thanks to that guy. Um, yeah. But it's funny because when Matt uploaded his uh, short, and that was a forty eight hour film project, mm-hmm. film tat, tat sucked, <laughs> and um, and um, I um, uploaded my senior thesis from U Arts. Um, I remember a lot of um, fellow content creators and my old professor saying, don't do it, don't put it online, people are going to steal your yeah, idea, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And, and it was really a faux pas, so for the last, you know, 10 years or so that we've been running um, this competition, we've focused on um, having our creators make something and maybe not put it online, like have a theatrical premiere, um, and that is starting to change. Um, now that uh, Matt and I actually went on a, a festival tour with one of our own projects, we were finding um, that you know even with like really great, really big festivals, a lot of them, uh, a lot of the indie film projects were screening to empty theaters. Yeah. And I thought, this is not helping anyone. This is hurting the organization who's paying all this money for the theater. This is not helping the filmmakers. And even when there were um, people in the audience, um, at least. With our projects, we tend to have like pretty full audiences uh, for the premiere of the 21-day films. But when we surveyed them, we found out everybody was another filmmaker,
0: right, or friends and, friends and, and family. family, right. And yeah, and we've and I think that festivals still do serve an important purpose. In oh yeah, that, like it is sort of a, a curation process where you learn. That these films have been vouched for by a third party, which is extremely important um, in terms of of young filmmakers' careers and getting these things seen and possibly getting the next one funded or finding distribution. So there is something to that. Um, but at the same time, the stigma that used to come with uploading your film online to get the widest uh, possible view count I guess or or the widest possible audience isn't really there anymore right. um I think that a lot of what we're seeing is is tending towards online and there's a lot of promotion um that can can come from that as well as uh being able to through like through what Project 21 does specifically we look for very specific uh target audiences because we have had films that we've uploaded to a half million views sometimes and it's still doesn't reach a decision maker ever. And um, one of the things we try to do when we select our judges is find people who actually have the ability to do something with the projects that they really like. So if someone were to make, for example, a seven-minute film for Project 21 um, that's a proof of concept of a feature that they want to fund someday, um, we we have um, judges who work.
1: Oh, yeah. Like one of our judges, um, they made a blockbuster films. Um, and they're actively, you know, looking for writers all the time at, at other organizations. And so we actually met them through a pitch fest. Hmm. Um, and so, uh, again, I don't know when y'all y'all will be listening to this, but historically, um, we've had judges from um, Amazon Studios, um, A Better Tomorrow Films, that's John Woo's production company. Um, we've even had like... Um, like really uh, amazing judges who like like a st- a Stereo D, um, one of them, uh, mm. th- one of the folks there specifically was looking for uh, people to recruit for stereoscopic 3D for Marvel movies. So we're realizing like it's really hard to get your foot in the door with these folks. Um, and we realize if you can make this project and get it in on time, you've got seven minutes to get their attention right and you know there's no guarantees in this world but um, if you one of your projects is good and rises to the top and they see it we don't know what will happen um, but we want to give you that opportunity um, and then in, in addition just in general um, we want to add that online element because I, I can speak personally. I was told to not upload my senior film, but because I did, it randomly got in the hands of um, a YouTube editor. And they featured on the front page of YouTube and it got into the Nicktoons Film Festival that way. And uh, then it was converted into a semi-popular blog, Um <laughs> and i mean like it was it was you know whatever uh and uh, a publishing company yeah. approached us and um i got it published as a book and then that was developed as an animated series and that got optioned and that um animated series actually sold to a network so um and that was oh my gosh that was over 10 years right but it started with number 1 finishing a short project and then putting it out into the universe and maybe not reading YouTube comments.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's a good point. Like you never know which, which thing is going to hit and how it's going to hit. And I've heard it said that every path is different. No two people take the same path into how this industry actually works or how they find their, their first gigs or their first jobs or how they get the next one. Um, And I think, yeah, through our, our process with this, uh, even, since the last time we ran the competition, a lot has happened. We've we've actually, Steph and I, have moved across the country. We're in Los Angeles now. Right.
1: We started this in uh, Philadelphia.
0: Yes, <laughs> where much of our core community still is. And I think... Go birds! <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, the birds. Um, and in all that time, we the two of us have developed two TV shows through two very different methods. Um, we've actually sold a show... Uh, to Amazon in that time. Um, We have a couple of other uh, projects that are pending that are in development um, that we aren't allowed to talk about in this podcast, but every single project has developed from something different. Sometimes it's a pitch bible, sometimes it's a short project, uh, a short proof of concept, sometimes it's a web series. Um, and sometimes it's through uh, through client work and, and contract work and stuff like that. You really never know which project is going to develop. So right. uh, finding something, the goal of this is really not to m- put anything extra on your plate that you don't want. It's to give you a reason to do that thing you've been meaning to do anyway uh, and right. that you haven't really found the the motivation or the team or the drive to do with the limited time and resources that everyone has.
1: Right. And so the number one thing we um, encourage you to do um, is uh, jump into our Facebook group. It's Project 21. It's the word 20 and the number one. Um, Project 21 is a slightly different organization. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry about that, Project 21. (laughs) Um, But um, you're going to find um, a small but mighty group of folks who want to help you, that's a really interesting thing when you sign up and officially register as a team and you're announced, right? Um, whereas if you're doing this all on your own, all of a sudden, you know, you've got to go like on Craigslist or, you know, mandy.com and cast and crew. Um, this is um, a sort of backwards way of working. And we'll get a little bit more into podcast too, into the pre-production and the specifics of, of how to actually get a project running. But the um, idea behind it is to to join our community because there's people there looking to work with you. Um, you don't have to reach out to them, they're probably going to start reaching out to you if you announce that you're part of this project, which is great.
0: It was actually something we found the first year we ever ran this. We expected it to run to just filmmakers and animators. And mostly that was who the team leaders were who signed up. But we started getting contacted by actors, by writers, by musicians who were all like, so you're telling me that there are going to be more than 20 teams of filmmakers sitting in." Uh, a room together, and this was back in Philadelphia when we thought this was going to be a local thing, and before it blew up... Um...
1: Yeah, first person who signed up was from Japan.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, in Philadelphia, and I know in other cities they've, they've run them as well, uh, launch events is what we called them, and um, everyone showed up to meet each other and formed these teams on the fly the first day of filmmaking to hear what this secret element was was going to be that all of the films would have to include and then on the spot being like oh okay we know what the film is we know who we have now and you want to be on our team let's start this let's do this we got three weeks and it was really cool and it became because so many people met each other um, in person and online, um, like as Steph is saying about the Facebook group, it's still a very collaborative community. Um, it became not, it never felt like a competition. Um, I know some of the comp- film filmmaking competitions I've participated in before have been very competitive or cutthroat. And it's not really a community feeling, and this one has never had that uh, in my experience. It's a bunch of teams rooting for each other because they all kind of, the rising tides raise all ships uh, phrase comes to mind, and everyone feels like they're supporting each other. And sometimes some filmmakers are working on three different films at the same time. So
1: Right. Um, <laughs> actors love it. I, I think one year we had an actress say that she ended up in, I think, somewhere between three and five films yeah. because she really scheduled her time well right <laughs> yeah. so as we move into a community driven platform um, we encourage you to get out there um, find your fellow teammates in your town um, we want to serve um, you know all the community so far we're, we're again uh, uh, it's early, it's October 1st right now, 2019. We have, I believe, eight team signups from four different states. So um, we want to try to get everybody together and see what resources you can share. And we're doing all that on Facebook. Um, and and not just cast and crew, which is super important, but also stuff like locations. And um, sometimes you just need a volunteer who's willing to make, uh, you know, peanut butter <laughs> and jelly sandwiches yeah. for everybody, Craft right?
0: services. Crafty. Yes, yes,
1: yes. yes. Um, we know everybody's making this probably for no money.
0: One question people probably have is, if I'm interested in participating in this, what do I actually do to sign up? What is the process? What is the procedure? You mentioned Film Freeway. How does that work? I've never used that before. Tell me a little bit about that process.
1: Well, uh, we are using Film Freeway as an organization uh, the opposite way of most film festivals. Um, So uh, this is going to seem a little odd, but we have the blessing of Film Freeway to do it, um, and we're really excited. (laughs) What you need to do first is to sign up for a Film Freeway account. It's free. Um, And you just fill out, you know, your name, your contact information, etc., etc. Then you're going to make a new project. And we do have um, a tutorial on our website. I'm a walkthrough with screen caps if you're a more visual person. But basically... um, You're going to make a new blank project and the title, since you don't know what type of film you're going to make it, you're just going to make it your team name, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So some people use their production company name, some people make up like a fun name, um, whatever you like. Uh, you know, Keep it under an R rating, please. <laughs> but, um, and then you just submit that. You submit that blank project file. Right. Leave um, everything
0: else blank. Scroll down to the very bottom. Hit the submit button. Uh, again, the instructions are on the site. But pretty much it'll feel weird submitting an incomplete entry to a festival um, for a project that doesn't exist yet. But It works.
1: But by submitting that project, that officially registers you as a team. And so now you can announce and we're going to announce that you're involved. And the idea behind that is to, um, you know, have some accountability because, sure, um, you know what? I'm gonna tell you a secret. You don't actually need us, right? Like today, if you wanted to, you could use a random word generator, <laughs> pop online, and make a short about whatever that is. And you're like, you know what? I'm gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it seven minutes. I'm gonna make it seventy minutes. Sure, if you want to do that, yep. go ahead. I didn't. I'd encourage you to if if you. <laughs> but for for people like me, like I need a deadline, right? I need that validation of like somebody saying you did a good job and like you know here's like a scratch and sniff sticker like i got used to that from school and
0: personally uh, i can write something forever in a vacuum but it doesn't inspire me the way that having some someone else uh look at it and be like you know what that's a great idea i want to see more of that what happens in episode two or what happens in the next part like that made me really excited then that drives me to to want to create more
1: right well we we heard feedback from um previous teams who have comp- uh who have competed and you know what they a lot of people talk about content creation and filmmaking um to, to the point where it's almost like a lifestyle, like, <laughs> hashtag, I am writing, you know, hashtag, I'm filming, right? But um, there's no structure, right? And um, we were told by folks who have participated in the past just having a couple restrictions, like, yeah. for this year, seven-minute limit, the secret element, right, um, which in the past um, we've done sell between the lines. The first year was 21. So you can see that we're never going to make it like flying pigs. That's, you know, going to ruin your film. Or we're never going to do something like the new Mick Griddle because that's gross, right? <laughs> right. We're not going to make you we make generally it. We generally try films. to find <laughs> words
0: or phrases that um, are, have multiple meanings, can be interpreted multiple ways. So one year the secret element was jump, um, some people picked the physical act of jumping. One team made a film about a jump drive, which is what they used to call USB drives back in the, the 2000s. <laughs> um, uh, teams made something about jumper cables. Like, they went all over the place, and it was really a lot of fun to see how different people found a way to make a comedy or a drama or a sci-fi project just based on, you know, with that word. And it can be as... It doesn't need to be based on the word either. It can be as... um you know, alluded to, it can be a general theme um, that you can feel throughout, or it can just be in a line someone says somewhere along the way
1: but a, a magical thing happens right when you uh, make a film with a secret element with like you know a couple dozen other um, filmmaking teams you look for the element in each other's projects um, and it's fun like it's an exciting feeling um, to be like "Woo, that's where they put it that's where they put it and we do have the award for best use of element um, so there is some driving force I know like a lot of people are like well but like what if somebody has a film from like 2006 and it has <laughs> the word between the lines in it can they just cheat and compete like for me it's sort of like a like first off it's never happened um but second what's the point right right? like that you're only hurting yourself it's first off really obvious when that sort of stuff happens um and number two shot
0: in four by three and everything yeah
1: (laughs) oh yeah 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 like nice uh uh, pixels jumping everywhere i don't know uh (laughs) but yeah uh, like the whole point is to make something brand new right it would it's the same kind of thing of if someone's like well what if somebody cheated at national novel writing month and just copied and pasted an old novel into (laughs) it you're only like like, disservicing yourself right
0: right you're cheating on you Yeah. (laughs) so it's weird
1: why do you hate yourself (laughs) question i ask myself every day (laughs) right um but uh at, at the end of the day the the whole point and the whole real mission behind this particular program is um, to help you create something new. Because the best way to improve as a creator is to create. So if it makes you feel better to know um, that someone is going to watch it, um and that you're not just going to upload it to to YouTube to get zero views. Um, know that I, Stephanie Uhas, cannot wait to see your project. I'm so looking forward to it. I'm and just, honestly, uh, yeah. yeah, so yeah. so am
0: I. And more importantly, so are our judges. Who if uh, you check yes. out our website, you will see how awesome they are. And they have said like they love this kind of thing and they can't wait to see the top stuff.
1: So. Oh yeah, absolutely. I so I have no power. <laughs> but I'm just excited. Right. So. Right. Uh, Having
0: someone but, but they who have has power, power be right. excited is even more important. So. Right.
1: And then beyond because I never want to promise like everybody who submits a film is going to get a TV show like that's definitely not going to happen. Right. right? Um, what's really, really exciting. Um, Matt talked about a little bit um, is our screening partners, which you can also see our website. Um, we have not um uh, announced our 2020 screening partners yet. But um, you can see in the past how many um, organizations have reached out to us and exhibited our 21-day films um, once completed. Um, so because we're a platform and really focusing on the power of online and this new streaming festival that we're going to have and combining our communities, we are really excited. Um to you know, expand our partner program because they're the ones who have the infrastructure um, to get your film in. Like right now, we have a partner, um, Thriller Chiller. They had this beautiful, I forget if it's 300 or 450 seat theater mm-hmm. in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It's a super fun festival run by um, some Project 21 alumni. And, um, and yeah, so that's one. Um, in the past, we had um, a, a movie theater that just needed... Shorts screening um, in their lobbies. So the, some of the 21-day films were just screening 24 hours a day in the lobby of the Bridge Multiplex in West, um, West Philly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, we have another partner this year... Um, who has uh, exhibited us many times, um, Lowell Boston from Optical Toys. That is um, a program, an award-winning program on Philly Cam. Um, and that's broadcast, right? And every single year, um, he's like, great, the films are done. And he used to come over with a hard drive to our office to collect them all and then really <laughs> look forward to reaching out to the filmmakers to say, you're an official selection. And it's funny because I think we didn't talk about this screening partner program program a lot before Um, so our filmmakers would be like what is this real like
0: yeah yeah because sometimes we would contact a team two months after our our competition ended and be like hey guess what you've got three more screenings coming up and they were just yeah you know super excited and surprised and we're terrible at promoting ourselves so (laughs) forgive that part of this podcast Uh...
1: (laughs) so I guess that's like the biggest part of like the FAQ because I you know I know folks we are you know changing this year they're going to be like But when is the festival? When is the premiere? Um, The answer is it depends on your film, right? So our screening partner, Thriller Chiller, specifically screens films that are thrilling and chilling. Don't feel obligated to make a film that is thrilling or chilling just for that festival. But if you do, right then great. That's a great partnership, right?
0: Right. Um, You'll see on the page, there are partners that are of all genres, of yeah, all types absolutely. of projects. Um And no matter what you make, there are places that would be looking for that type of project. And it's just finding that, making that connection. And that's a lot of what our organization tries to do. And um we know that also uh entry fees can be extremely difficult for um independent filmmakers and students uh in particular on a budget you're sometimes paying 50 or 75 dollars each to submit to festivals um depending on the deadline depending on the festival and um project 21 can alleviate a lot of that um by by just submitting you know a batch of films um that match the criteria that the that the screening partner is looking for, and so saves saves everybody money and gets a little extra promotion for for your project and maybe helps you meet that next decision maker that can take take it to the next level
1: also it's super fun
0: it is super fun so um I think that's all we've got for uh for podcast one um thank you for joining us um but in the next podcast we're very excited we're going to have our first podcast guest uh with jenny powell the emmy award-winning the emmy award-winning jenny powell and we'll let her introduce herself (laughs) um and we'll also get into some of the pre-production and some of the things that you as filmmakers potentially signing up for this should be looking to do in advance of the 21 days of project 21 Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody.